I love these kinds of movies. I love Fair. bang, 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 fight, fight, punch, punch, kick, kick movies. They're just great. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Other Brothers Podcast, the show where two best friends give their thoughts and opinions on any and all consumable content out there in the world. I'm Colin. And I'm John, and we are your hosts. And it is a new year. We're in the year 2023 now. And we thought we'd take today to share with you our favorite movies from last year. So this episode is going to be a top five of our favorite movies from 2022. Yeah, it is. And we were just talking about this before we started recording like the actual podcast. I didn't see as many movies as I thought I did last year. Me either. I feel like I've watched a lot of media between movies and TV shows yeah. and stuff, but some of it was rewatches from like older movies. Some of it was things I hadn't seen but didn't come out in 2022. A lot of it was TV yes. shows. I watched no, a lot a, of a like lot series right like wednesday came out this year the boys season three came out this year mm-hmm. um jack ryan season three came out this year i watched all of those as well and that took up a lot of time not to mention the marvel shows that came out this year so like those aren't going to be on our lists because those aren't yeah movies. no we're, we're doing just move and similar with that are things like werewolf by night or the guardians of the galaxy holiday special because those were just tv specials not movies not to mention we both are also just people who enjoy watching YouTube videos from time to time just to pass the mm-hmm. time. So those aren't movies either. So even though our lists aren't as big oh, as we I, thought, I watched, we've consumed I, a lot. <laughs> yeah, for instance, I watched a four-hour, uh, I guess three-hour and 45-minute review of this place called Evermore Theme Park. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, and that's by uh, Jenny Nicholson. And that's not the first or last or... Uh, anything like that video that I've seen of hers like this year. Yeah. But it was just a, f- a four-hour video on this park in the middle of Idaho, I think, Utah. I don't know. Okay. It's a weird place. But yeah. anyway, a lot of stuff like that rather than watching movies. Mm-hmm. And also life, you know, stuff like, for instance, I didn't get a chance to see Avatar. I didn't get a chance to see The Menu or Barbarian. I was hoping to see those three movies, but just never really got yeah, to Yeah, there are a lot of movies that I did not get a chance to watch, which is kind of a bummer, but I, they still exist. Which, I can watch them. I just won't be able to talk about them today, but that's okay. Yeah, which, which movies like are you like, oh, I wish I'd seen that um, for this list? I didn't get to see Bullet Train, even though that's on Netflix now. I could have just sat down and watched it. I didn't get to see that. I didn't get to see The Northman or Barbarian. I wanted to see both mm. of those. Those both looked really good. There's just a couple. Off the top of my head, I don't remember all of the ones that I was planning on seeing that I didn't get to, but there were definitely a few in there that I was like, uh, if only I could have watched that so we could have talked about it, but that's all right. I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like there's only a couple that might have ended up on my list, but I mm-hmm. feel like even with the movies that I've seen, I kind of have an idea. Yeah, like after making my list of all the movies I definitely watched, I have ideas. I will say, going through it really quick before our 20-minute time limit that we have, um, I was just going through be like, this will probably be on there, this will probably be on there. I did that for, I think, like 10 movies, which is twice as many as I'm allowed to have, so I have to <laughs> figure that one out. But uh, it's, it's a starting place. It's fine. That's fair. It's, it's fine. One last thing before we start time traveling with you guys. This episode will be one of the very few top fives or movie reviews that isn't spoiler heavy, 
because there are movies that I have seen that John has not seen, and there are movies that John has seen that I have not seen, and we don't spoil those movies for each other. No, so, we'll spoil everything for you guys, but yeah. we would never do that to each other. Yep. We like each so other too much. Ju so. Just a heads up as to if this episode sounds or feels a little bit different, that would be why. There will and still be spoilers. I do want to make that clear. Because there yes. are movies that we have both seen that we will talk about. But the other ones we'll keep kind of to a brief little, this movie was really cool. And that's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think with that, let's start our 20 minutes so we can figure out our top five lists. Let's do it. All right. And we will see all of you in just a few seconds because you are time travel masters. And we'll see you soon. And we are back. Uh, thank yeah. you for time traveling with us today. Colin and I have spent the last 20 minutes compiling our lists. And um, just, I think it's really funny. We always go in and we're like pretty confident, right? We're like, all right, we got this figured out. This is good. Colin went through his list really quickly. But then in the last... Oh, I was done within like five minutes. And then within the last... <laughs> three minutes i was like mm, maybe i want to move this over here maybe i want to move this over here and now i'm very happy with my list but even with that being said though i feel like even with how other top fives are the top five of a year is always like the one that makes me the most nervous to make like oh i'm i'm so nervous i'm gonna you know pick the right movie or uh, have things how i actually feel about them I feel like this was strangely easy. I did, yeah. I will say coming in, I like I knew what my top two movies were gonna be just right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Figuring out the order of the rest of the movies, what I wanted to have in my top five versus honorable mention, and figuring out what I should just mention in the honorable mentions versus other movies was the tough part for me because I liked a lot of the movies I saw this year. But which ones did I like just that little bit more that I want to talk about it and I would maybe watch again, right? That's the struggle that I was having. And yeah. I don't know that I'm happy with it even now, but what I have now is the definitive correct answer and I cannot change it. So with that, let's just let's jump right in. Off. Yeah. yeah. All right. Colin, uh, why don't you start us off today? Sure. Uh, for my number five, I have the movie Bullet Train and... Very I cool. know this is I know this is one that you haven't seen, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. I have not. My sense of humor is very uh, obscurist. I I don't know how to explain it otherwise. For instance, like I grew up on the Muppets, I grew up on Mel Brooks, watching Monty Python. That's my style of humor, and this movie is filled with very situational obscurist humor, and I love it. Okay. It, it just it's actiony. It has some surprisingly deep moments. It has some very, very not deep moments. Hmm. Uh, there's ongoing gags that make their way through the entire film. It's shot well. It's acted well. It's just it's just a lot of fun in really a cool. movie that has a lot of not fun stuff in it. And I like trains. And there's, there's a bullet train. And it's great. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, I... Uh... I mentioned, I think, at the beginning of this episode already that yep. I had not gotten to see it, but I would, I really wanted to. Um, so it's definitely one I'll have to check out because I've heard great things about it. 
We, so, uh, yeah. John and I know that this list is coming up because we like to do this at the beginning of every year. In the last two weeks, I've seen four movies that came out in 2022. And let me go through this list real quick. One, two, three of them that I'm going to say today I saw within that last two weeks. So is there a little bit of recency bias po possible? Yeah, maybe. But looking and looking at the rest of the movies that I saw this year that came out this year, no, this one ranks pretty high up. It was a lot cool. of fun. Awesome. All right. I guess I'll jump into my number five. Let's do it. Um, my number five is Uncharted. Hey. So we have an entire episode devoted to Uncharted. If you want to listen to our full unadulterated thoughts on the movie, go check that out. Um, Uncharted just holds a special place in my heart, right? I One, I love Tom Holland. Mark Wahlberg, he's Mark Wahlberg. Um, but Uncharted itself, the franchise, I... I love it's my favorite video game franchise i feel like that i've ever played naughty dog is a great developer company they make awesome games they're the a little bit of ones... a spoiler for our top five video games when we get there but you, you know yeah um <laughs> but naughty dog is not only responsible for uncharted but they're also the ones who made the last of us which has a tv show coming out very soon mm. they just put out that um remastered version for the ps5 of the last of us part one um so if you've played Either of those franchises, you know, Naughty Dog does does a good job. Uncharted's just fun to me. And I think the movie did a really good job of capturing the love of that video game and kind of just showing that adventurous side of things that the video game brings out. It's very Indiana Jones. It's very, like, National Treasure almost, right? It's that kind of a vibe of a movie. And those movies are just fun to me. I love treasure hunting movies. I think they're great. On top of that, it with it being my favorite games... I felt like I had to put it on my list because of that. Like I said, we already have... I mean, it has one of the coolest action set pieces that came out this year. Yeah, exactly. And I just think the like the fight choreography in it, the music in it, it's all so fun. I think they did a good job with the movie. And that's coming from a person who loves the games. So I felt like it deserved nice. a spot. So that's why it's my number five. Awesome. Uh, well, from there, I guess my number four uh, would be Nope. Okay. I very had cool. a lot of fun with Nope. And looking at how Jordan Peele's movies are, I really admire him as a filmmaker and his ability to create emotion through film. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, look, for Nope was marketed more as a horror movie. And I think it was marketed more as a horror movie because of us, you know, be, because of uh, Get Out, because of Candyman. You know, he he's really good at horror. And this isn't so much horror as it is thriller, man versus beast kind of, you know, like it's not in the same vein of his other movies, which is, you know, makes this movie stand out. Okay. But it also has some really scary imagery in it and some just excellent shots. Um, and John, I know you haven't seen this movie, but there are some really scary moments within this movie and... I could go on gushing about it and mm -hmm. talking about all the things that make this movie stand out and all the amazing imagery and all the things that are these subtle little moments of, and I don't think this is a spoiler to say, beauty hidden within tragedy. Sure. And the, and the film has a lot to say about the nature of an audience watching tragedy. And yeah, that, that's really all I'm going to say, because I don't want to spoil anything for this movie, and I think you're going to enjoy Nope once you get to it. Yeah, Nope is another one that I um, 
I intended to watch and then it was in the middle of the summer when it came out and life got busy and crazy and different and just didn't get a chance to. So yeah, that's that's my number four. What about yours? What's what's your number four, John? My number four is The Batman. Okay. I I thought this movie was really, really well done. Again, we have an entire episode devoted to The Batman if do. you would like to listen to our full thoughts on it. But I thought that this movie was really, really good. If you listen to that other episode, you know my main complaint is how slow Robert Pattinson walks in this entire movie. Um, <laughs> it does take up a quarter of the movie. It makes it so much longer, and it just feels really long because of that. Aside from that, I really didn't have any issues with it. I thought it was really well done. I thought it was a much darker, creepy, investigative type of movie versus like The Dark Knight, which was very action-heavy and very combative, right? Yeah, it's definitely its own type of Batman movie. Which I thought was so cool to see. It was a very different feel. Um, Again, we've talked about all this, so I'm not going to take too long to discuss it. But I really liked the Batman. I thought it was good. Fair enough. The fact that we've seen two of my movies and you weren't able to talk about two of your movies so far is making this go very quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're already no. on to number three. Yeah, and no, we are breezing through this. And uh, speaking of moving on. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Uh, my number three is Prey. Prey. Man, you're three Prey. for three on movies I haven't seen. I know. I know. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never seen any of the Predator movies. The only Predator that I've seen has been To Catch a Predator. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the only Predator that I've seen was Alien versus Predator. Okay. And it was okay. You know, eh. Mm-hmm. Um, so going into this movie, I wasn't really sure what to expect other than I'd heard good things. I follow Straw Hat Goofy on TikTok, and I really enjoy his his stuff and his thoughts and views on things without being spoilery. He was like, if you like this kind of thing, you're probably going to like this movie. Okay. And yeah, he was right. Prey is set in uh, early, early America before the colonies are even settled. And it follows this Native American troop dealing with this predator that's on the earth. And that's not spoiling anything because that's within like the first minute of the movie. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw things about Prey. Um, it wasn't one that was ever like fully on my radar, right? It wasn't one that I was like, I need to see this movie, but it sounds really cool. I also have not really seen any Predator movies, so I don't know a whole lot about it. I know that he looks really cool and he's got like crazy imagery and stuff and he's super strong and super powerful. And obviously there's a franchise built around Predator, but you telling me that it takes place like way in the past before American history began is actually really cool to me. I'm kind of hoping that it leads to more of this. And I know that it would be making a franchise out of it, but like it would be really cool to see a predator in like feudal Japan. Yeah. You know, that would be cool. Taking on like samurai or or something like that, or, or send them back into like ancient Greece, taking on uh, like people at like a Colosseum, like uh, what, what word am I looking for? Um, I don't know. Gladiators. That's Gladiators, it. there you go. Good. Yeah, t- taking on, you know, like that kind of thing. Like, I'm hoping it leads to that because this movie did a really good job of having unique characters that could have easily been preachy, and it wasn't. Cool. You know, like it has a story to tell and it has, you know, themes that it's trying to express with that very easily could come across as preachy. And no, it it's a very well-told story with very 
well developed characters. That's awesome. Very, very yeah. cool. So yeah, we, we are definitely breezing through this. As John, it is time for your number three. Uh, my number three is another one that we've already talked about in a full episode. It's Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, That's, I, um, it was such a great movie. Yeah. It was in my top five for Marvel Phase 4. It's the best movie that came out this year by Marvel, in my opinion. I really enjoyed oh, it. Oh, for sure. Um, it had very emotional moments. It was a beautiful tribute to Chadwick Boseman. The fight choreography in this movie was also really well done. The story was really cool. We got the introduction of Namor, the Submariner, who was one of the first Marvel comics ever, which is so cool to me that we finally got him. We got to see a whole different world civilization through that in the MCU Getting to see more of just the Black Panther in general is so cool to me, and I'm excited to see where we go from here. We got new character introductions of Riri Williams as Ironheart. It gave us a little more insight into Valentina de Fontaine, which is going to be really important for the Thunderbolts moving forward and everything like and, that. And who, so, could be bad, who could be mad with more M'Baku? No, never. You know? I love M'Baku. This uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever was the movie that I was upset that I didn't put on my top five. Because it was between this and Bullet Train, and I was like, if I'm going to sit down and watch either of these movies, and I'm going to enjoy them both, it's just that little bit more. Sure. Um, so yeah, that that's where Black Panther ended up. And when you said Uncharted earlier as well, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's another one of my honorable mentions that almost made it. Oh, so now you're going to have to replace two of your honorable mentions. Nah. Nah? Okay. That's fine. <laughs> then I'm just going to have to talk a lot. Uh, I'll um, throw one or two in. It'll be fine. It's okay. You've seen all of my honorable mentions. I will throw that out there just for you now so you can talk about oh, it too that's exciting. when we get there. But we're not there yet. Instead, because we're, we're still talking about Black Panther because Black Panther was... No, we're not. I'm kidding. Instead, let's move on to our number two because we're... Again, number two? Are we already here? Uh, yeah, because we've already talked in length about my three movies, and I haven't seen your three movies. So oh, that's right, because Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, there's an entire episode about yes. that you should go listen to. And we chatted about it a second time in our top five Marvel Phase 4 episode as well. So there's plenty of Black Panther to talk about. We don't need to get into it again. One movie that we didn't talk about that only recently we would have been able to make an episode about is my number two, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay, very cool. I knew this was going to be on your list somewhere. I was between this and another movie for your number one. So I'm okay. glad that it made it on your top five at all. It's, yeah, this was a cool movie. Ab abstract concepts that done well are some of my favorite things in movies. Mm -hmm. Because it's the one thing that, like, the medium of making movies or TV shows is really good at conveying. Whereas, like, with a book, you have your own idea. With a movie, now everybody has the same viewing of that idea. You yes. Know? Like, for instance, uh, Netflix with The Sandman did a really good job of taking that comic and bringing it to life and making it what that world is within the graphic novel in the vision of the creator. Everything, everywhere, all at once has some very weird concepts in it. Yes. You yes, know? it does. And... It is such a better multiverse hopping movie than Doctor Strange that it makes me sad that, like, this came out the same year as Multiverse of Madness. Everything Everywhere All at Once is, like, the best multiverse movie I think I've ever seen. And that includes a movie that I've brought up multiple times on this podcast, Cloud Atlas. 
but I would I don't know if I'd call Cloud Atlas multiverse hopping so much as timeline hopping. But like this, yeah, I was gonna say if you didn't the exact same thing you just said that everything everywhere all at once is probably the best depiction of a multiversal movie that I've ever seen. Um, yeah, they do such a great crazy weird interesting job of showing the multiverse in their own way and abstract is a very good way to put it it's a very abstract movie but it's so well created um i did not i did not put it on my list but i did enjoy watching it but it was it's one of those movies where i'm like i've seen it i feel good about having seen it it's a lot for my brain to handle I don't need to watch this again for a couple of years at least because it's crazy. But it was really well done. It was also like really like heartfelt and wrenching at times in the fact that there's no main bad guy as much as there kind of is. You know, there there's no main problem as much as there kind of is. And I know that that sounds weird unless you've <laughs> yeah. seen the movie. But I mean, like, how else can you have text appearing over two rocks Bring you to tears yeah right you know and 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 uh i'm not going to spoil anything for anybody that hasn't seen this movie yet simply because this is one of the very few movies that if there are spoilers going in i feel like that takes just a little bit out whereas other movies you can be spoiled the entire time and you still get the whole movie from start to finish this one especially with how it ends you have to kind of just let it hit you you know yeah that's true this one is definitely a roller coaster of a time, but very, very well done. It was a great movie. I agree with you. So I'm glad it made it on your list because I was the jerk who didn't put it on mine. So. Oh, wow. Uh, what, what, what did you put in your number two then? My number in two. In your number two. In my, <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird way to say that. What did I put in my number two? Um, so no. in, instead of this... <laughs> I'm going to say that again. John, edit this out. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once was my second highest rated, 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 rate. <laughs> my number Every- two. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't I move on to my number two? We've talked that a lot about great. yours. Uh, my number two, I know you haven't seen, is Avatar The Way of Water. Mm, yep. So this one came out very recently. This was toward the end of 2022, um, middle of December. And I had mixed feelings going into Avatar The Way of Water, just as a movie in general. Um, Because the first Avatar came out in 2009, which was 13 years ago. And for its time, it was cinematically one of the best movies I feel like, like CGI made just ever because the things that they did in 2009 were incredible for 2009 like you go back and watch avatar the first one now and most movies are doing now what they did in 2009 with their special effects or or even just trying or trying to exactly so they were way ahead of the game in 2009 but because of that my expectation for the visual component of this movie was astronomically high right i'm like they intentionally had to wait until now to make this movie happen because they didn't have the technology to do what james cameron wanted to do with this movie so i was like all right this better be like the most incredible thing i've ever seen um 
And was it? So I've seen this movie twice. The first time I watched it, let me just give you a little background into my thoughts on Avatar. I'm not going to go into too much detail because I'm thinking we're going to try and do a full episode on Avatar oh, The Way of okay. Water. Yep, I can um, do that. Down, down the road, probably. But very briefly, um, the first time I saw it, I had watched the extended cut of the first Avatar two hours before I went in to see Avatar The Way of Water. That's a lot of Avatar. It's a lot of Avatar because both movies are three hours long. Um, three plus hours long. And I think because I did that, I was just like mentally and visually exhausted. So I was like, this movie was good, but I'm avatared out, man. So the first time I saw it, I did not get that, oh my God, this is incredible feeling that I was hoping I would get from it after waiting 13 years for this movie. I went back and saw it again a couple weeks later. So this was more recent. Um, and the first time I saw it, I saw it in a Dolby theater, an AMC Dolby theater, which is like my favorite way to watch movies if I can. Um, second time, though, I saw it in IMAX 3D because that's what I've been told is the way to watch this movie if you can see it. And let me tell you, it was so much better in my brain. I don't yeah. know if it's because the first time I was so visually stimulated earlier on in the day and so my brain was not ready to handle it or what but the second time i saw it i even though i knew it was going to happen i was blown away um the 3d imax aspect of it honestly adds a whole other element that i was not expecting it to add i thought visually it was incredible story-wise it's it's a good movie. It's not a bad story. It's uh, There's some twists in there that I wasn't expecting to begin. Um, and this movie really sets up what they're going to do with Avatar 3 as well. So there's a okay. lot of moments in this movie that I think story-wise didn't necessarily help this movie, but I think will help the franchise moving forward. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure that James Cameron wants to make five of these things. Yes, there will be, I believe, five Avatar movies. And while they were filming this one, they were also filming the third one. So they would go back and forth between yeah. the two as they were filming. So they filmed them hand in hand. So it makes a lot of sense that this movie really doesn't feel complete, I think, until that third one comes out. Because it's going to be, I think, one of those things that is very much connected Okay, um, but I well, enjoyed we'll see it a if lot. That ends up on the 2025 best films of the year list. Uh, well, it sounds like it might. Avatar three is coming out in 2023. It's coming out next year. So oh, is it really? I yep. thought it was 2025. Nope, end of next year. Oh, okay. I believe well, I'm going to double check that so I don't say something that's completely wrong. But I'm pretty sure it's coming out next year. Uh, this is 24, so it's okay. going to be 24, I think. Yeah. Um, so my bad, not 2023. It's going to come out in 2024. But I mean, 2024 is still a lot closer than 2025. Yes. So that's cool. And that's about right for like releasing movies, I feel like. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, so that's my number two, Avatar The wow. Way of Water. Okay. I am looking forward to watching the movie and talking about it soon. Yeah. Um, and now it's time, before we get to our number ones or least favorites of the year, let's talk about some of our honorable mentions. Uh, my first honorable mention was Black Panther. Again, I wanted to put this instead of Bullet Train. And granted, yeah, I could talk about Death on the Nile. I could talk about Glass Onion. I could talk about The Atom Project. But no, Black Panther is definitely one of my honorable mentions along with Uncharted. And you know what? I'll just say my last one. Uh, the Bob's Burgers movie. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. <laughs> I had so much fun watching this movie. 
I really enjoy the style, the humor of uh, Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I was going to say, and, you're a big Bob's Burgers fan in general. So. Oh, it's one of my favorite TV shows. Yeah. Um, the the humor of Bob's Burgers being such subtle, low-stakes comedy. Mm-hmm. And obviously they had to ramp up, you know, some of the uh, the stakes for a movie. But even then, no, some of it's still the, the low-stakes style of this uh, property. Yeah, sure. Is that the right word? I'm good with property. Brand? TV show? Yeah. Yeah. All of the above. Um, and on top <laughs> of that, the the songs within this movie... The opening song is just so much fun. In fact, you know what, John? Real quick, I want you on YouTube to pull up the opening song and just listen to it real quick. A little bit more time traveling for you guys. I just need John to hear this song. Okay. Uh, let me do that really quick then. Okay, great. Uh, sunny Side Up Summer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we're back. John, what do you think? Yeah, that was super adorable. Um, I... Is this whole movie a musical? Is that like yeah. the point? I didn't know that. That's super it, fun. That's crazy. I mean, there's there's songs in every episode, kind of in the same way of like Family Guy. Sure. Okay. So there's just songs sprinkled in throughout the movie. Okay, that's cool. I I have only seen a couple episodes of Bob's Burgers. I have not watched a whole lot of it. Um, it's not my like super style of show that I would normally watch. Um, I think I would enjoy it. I just. If I'm going to pick I, something to watch, it's not usually that. But that was super fun. I feel like you should watch this movie because I, it's not like you need to watch the show in order to like get everything. But sure. there's a whole lot of like sprinkled in Easter eggs for previous episodes and previous characters and whatnot. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. No, that's adorable. That was a really fun song. I was not expecting awesome. that. Very, I'm glad you cool. enjoyed it. Yeah. I think now that we've gone through all my honorable mentions and taken our time to do that, John, what are your honorable mentions um, for this year? Sure. You said, um, well, I could have talked about Death on the Nile, and I could have talked about The Atom Project, and both of those are honorable mentions that I have, so let's talk Perfect. about them a little sure. bit. Let's talk about Death on the Nile first. That's the first one that I have. Um, I really enjoyed Death on the Nile, um, the sequel to Murder on the Orient Express. I really like, I just love murder mysteries. I think they're fun. They're my favorite kind of book to read. And I really enjoy them in movie format as well. Knives Out is another one that is one of my favorite movies, right? Um, and Glass Onion, the Knives Out sequel, came out this year. It's a movie that I have not had the chance to see yet, but um, mm -hmm. I know you had seen it, and I plan on watching it. Uh, but Death on the Nile, I think, is a good sequel, right? Oh, and for sure. during our 20 minutes, we were talking about Death on the Nile just a little bit, just the two of us, just because. And we had both mentioned, like, I think, and I agree with you, I think Murder on the Orient Express is a better movie, but I still really enjoyed Death on the Nile. I think. And we tried for like two months uh, this year to try and film, film, record a podcast for Death on the Nile, and we were going to include Murder on the Orient Express, and I had this title, and it was, it was Murder on the Nile, and it was great, but... And it was going to happen, up... and then life got in the way. <laughs> right. So this is one movie that we did want to cover, but just couldn't this year. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, but I really enjoyed it. As far as a murder mystery goes, I think it did a good job. I think this movie was a little more obvious with the... Yeah. Like, the standard... There was standard... Less, less mystery, more yes. characters going through 
the story of the movie. Whereas Murder on the Orient Express, I think, did a really good job of making it hard to know who oh, was going to sure. be at fault at the end. So still a great movie. Um, I feel like they're probably going to continue to make more Hercule I hope they do. Toro movies because he's a great detective and he's fun to watch and it's just a good time to me. Um, but that's Death on the Nile. That was one of mine. The other one that you had said is The Atom Project. This is another movie that we did an entire episode on. Um, yep. So you can listen to our full thoughts on that there. But this is and my... I'm, I'm going to say it again. Now that we have Deadpool 3 coming out, I really, really want Mark Ruffalo and Ryan Reynolds to have a father-son bonding moment in Deadpool 3 or in the MCU. That would be really, really cute. I agree with you on that. Um, <laughs> that is something that you mentioned during that that recording session. That's funny. Uh, but this is my standard need to include Ryan Reynolds in a top five segment. The Adam oh, Project yeah. <laughs> is my Ryan Reynolds pick for the day. I don't think I did one in MCU because he wasn't in any of those. But that's okay. He's in this for one. Now. So congratulations, Ryan Reynolds. You made it again. But I love The Adam Project. <laughs> I think it's a really cool time travel movie. As far yeah. as time travel goes, they did a really good job with it. I can't wait to see what Walker Scoble does in the future as well. That was young Adam. Oh, yeah. Um, no, he very... was phenomenal. He's going to be in, He's. I think, is he Percy Jackson in the Percy Jackson show that's coming out? I know he's in yes. it. I think he's Percy Jackson, yes. right? And he was very much the standout in the Adam Project. And per- yeah. Percy Jackson, they keep announcing casting for it. I'm hopeful. I think it's going to be pretty good. It makes I'm me hopeful. nervous yeah. that I'm yeah. hopeful, but I'm hopeful. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But the Adam Project is another yeah. one. My last honorable mention is a movie that you did not say when you were saying I could have talked oh. about this. Um, it's another Netflix original movie. It's The Gray Man. Ah, um, uh, yeah. Starring Ryan Gosling and one, Chris Evans. I think a month ago, maybe two. Yeah, this one came out a little more recently than The Adam Project. The Adam Project was pretty early on in 2022. This one was like the end of summer, I think. I really like this movie, though. As far as just like an action, shoot them down, kill each other type of movie goes... I thought they did a really good job with this. I thought the story was really fun. I thought it was interesting. I loved the fight scenes. It was really I cool. feel like I feel like Chris Evans was having way more fun with this than he had any right to. Like I, I just I think Chris Evans secretly really loves being the bad guy. He loves yeah. being a villain. He's been uh, labeled because he was Captain America, he's like, Oh, he's this good guy, but he loves playing the villain. And he did a yeah. really good job with it. I don't have a whole lot more I need to say about it. I just really okay. liked it. I just yeah. thought it was fun. No, you're right. The action was great. The characters are great. Was a lot of fun. Um, and I just repeated everything that you said. But now to Thank not repeat anything that. that you're saying, how about I say my number one? Uh, you want to do least favorites first or do you want to do number one first? Let's do number oh, one first. Yeah. Let's yeah, go through. I, didn't we do that first? That's how we did uh That is how we did Marvel, it. Sorry. Right? Uh, yeah. This is a new thing. We're still yeah, figuring and, it out. Yeah, and we're not talking about Marvel. We're talking about DC, because my number one is the Batman. I That was my other one. So I got your top okay. two. I, th- I knew it was going to be either the Batman or it was going to be everything everywhere all at once. So I'm glad that I was right. I did it. Yeah, nicely done. Cool. I love how this movie looks. I like how this movie sounds. The music is incredible. The mystery within the movie is amazing. I like this take on Batman. I like this take on Gotham. I like this take on some of the villains. We have an entire episode about it. Go listen to that. But this was definitely, looking back at everything else that came out this year, if I had to pick favorite movie that I enjoyed the most out of 2022, it would be The Batman. 
Cool. Yeah. I don't really have I don't really have much to say about it because we talked about it a little bit earlier. Yeah. And we do have that other episode, so mm-hmm. that's my number one. That's awesome. Yeah. Again, I already said my thoughts on the Batman. It was my number four. Great movie. I I too love what they did with the villains. I thought that the Riddler, the take on the Riddler was so different and so yeah. cool. And, and I then, know that it was a long movie, but that cut that uh, cut scene with the Joker and Batman talking, mm-hmm. yeah. I was not sure how I felt about the Joker being teased until I saw that deleted scene. Yeah. And now I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nice number one. I yeah, got what it. What about you? What, what, what was your favorite movie of 2022? Do you have a thought as to what it might be? I don't. Okay. Don't, I, I don't. don't. I don't. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, my number one is Top Gun Maverick. Okay, yeah. And that's call me a simple man, um, because if you, you notice... You are a all simple of, man. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> all of my top five are essentially just, in some way, action movies, right? That's what they are. That's I love these kinds of movies. I love... Fair. Bang, 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 fight, fight, punch, punch, kick, kick movies. They're just great. Um, Top Gun Maverick, though, was so well made, and yeah, Top Gun. I feel the first Top Gun, the original one, is one of like the most well-known movies ever at this point. It's so highly rated in so many places, and it really kind of paved the way for like these like military-style fighter jet movies. I didn't think that this movie was going to be as good as it was, especially 30 years later, but they did a really good job with it, and they made it modern. They Yes. I will say, my only gripe with Top Gun Maverick is it is essentially the exact same story as Top Gun, but a little bit crazier. That's really the only difference with newer planes, newer mechanics, newer technology. But the fact that it was made really as a service to, I feel like, the fans and for Tom Cruise to do crazy Tom Cruise things because it's all he ever does. I think they did a really good job with it. And learning more about like what the actors went through for this film is so cool to me because they were all in fighter jets for those fighter jet scenes. That was not CGI. They were in planes. They weren't the ones flying them, obviously, because that takes a lot of special training but they had to deal with the g's of these planes going through the different maneuvers that they went through in the movie which is wild to me that they yeah and and when you're willing to submit themselves to that and learn how to handle that well not only that but when you're filming when you're filming when you're flying you have an oxygen mask on and you have a helmet on meaning that they had to act with maybe a quarter of their face yeah and you still got every emotion oh yeah and Tom Cruise is never going to skimp away from stunts. He does all his own no. stunts. Everything that happened in that movie was legit. That's what's crazy to me. Did like, you see the uh, the stunt work uh, trailer that they um, showed for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part yeah, 1? Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah. That I like Mission Impossible movies are one of it's like it's one of those franchises where like man, they're making another one. Oh, it's, it's very, like Fast and Furious. It is, except I feel like these movies are a little bit better than Fast and Furious. Oh, but like good, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it it is Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise, but the Mission Impossible movies are a lot of fun. I always get so excited for a new Mission Impossible movie just because it's crazy action, and I know there's going to be a stunt that was better than the last movie, and it's going to be a legit stunt because Tom Cruise will not not do that. 
So yes, yeah. in the new Mission Impossible movie, he is jumping off a cliff on a motorcycle, letting go of the motorcycle, and parachuting down to the ground, and that's him. And it's crazy to me that that's happening. But, but in I, Top Gun Maverick. But in Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> they blow up planes, and they fly planes, and it was just really cool. If you have not seen it, please go check it out. Let me know your thoughts on Top Gun Maverick. I loved it. I th- So as soon as I saw Top Gun Maverick which was like May, it came out in like May. I had a feeling this was going to be my favorite movie of the year and nothing has topped it since then. So Fair. that's why I felt like I had to put it there. As soon as I saw it, I said to myself, I feel like I might've said it to you just in general, in just in passing, I was like, this is going to be in my top five. It probably yeah. will be. No, you, you, you definitely said that. It blew me away. And if you are a fan of the original Top Gun, this has so many moments that, go back to that first movie that like show you the love that Tom Cruise has for that movie. Cause he produced this movie. He, I don't Did he direct this movie? I don't know. He was so crucial he in helped. the making of this movie. Yeah. There are so many things that tie into that original movie, like rooster goose's son played by miles Teller being the goose of top gun maverick and having to navigate that battle between emotions and getting the job done and stuff between Maverick and him throughout this movie. Like it's really touching for yeah. a, for a fighter jet movie to have yeah. that kind of like sentimentality to it. So I really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't see this movie until the beginning of December um, at work in the break room. And then I had to finish, finish the movie on my own, which is, I don't think was it was, I think it was definitely a disservice to the movie. Sure. Uh, for instance, Tom Cruise went on a whole—I uh, don't want to say promotional tour, but went on a whole tirade about how this is one of the movies that you can only experience in theaters. And I think it was definitely detrimental to my view of this movie not seeing it in theaters, just because of how uh, larger than life it is. You know, I—I uh, I won't disagree with you on that. I agree. Um, and I remember as soon as I saw it, I was like, you need to see this movie because I really want to talk about it. And, and I never felt did. so bad. No, we didn't because <laughs> around that time, I forget what was going on. I think that was Fringe. Um, it was Fringe. I think you were starting your new job also. So it was a whole lot it was, of stuff. It was, it was a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, that was that was very busy. But um, this is a movie that I fully wanted to have a full episode on because there were a lot of things I could have said about it. But I think I rambled a lot about it just now, so I think we're good. Okay. Well, if that was your favorite movie of the year, let's talk about least favorite movies of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah my, I, I really I, like I, throwing this segment into our episode, our top yeah. five episodes. Just talking about our least favorites. It's kind of different. It's kind of fun. You know, so, a little negativity goes a long way. So Yeah, sure. That that's a <laughs> sentence that people say. Always um, at work we started doing this movie club kind of thing where we would recommend movies and we would watch through them and we'd all talk about them once a week. And it was kinda like a book club, more like a movie club. It was a lot of fun. And one movie that was recommended was a movie that had just come out on Netflix. And even the person who recommended it hadn't seen it, but was like, Oh, we're doing scary movies. I'm gonna recommend this one. And this is Choose or Die. And okay. wow, this movie is just not good. It is not good in all the ways that like every terrible like like this is this is the kind of movie that like you're supposed to watch with friends and laugh at kind of movie. Sure. The you know the the stereotypical thing where like it'll go from like a person looking one way to then all of a sudden just Uh-huh. And and that and that's the the scary scare. 
like the the smile that just pops up on their face you know sure this movie does that a whole lot the story is super all over the place and it doesn't make sense uh the choices some of these characters make are just not great the effects are laughable it's it's a wild ride I, I, I don't know if I'd say it's a so bad it's good, but it's definitely a movie that you could make fun of with your friends at a party. You, you know what I mean? Like one of those sure. kinds of movies. Yeah. And looking at all the different movies that came out in 2022, this is this is this is definitely the least. This is the bottom of the barrel. Okay. Yeah, I think you probably have me beat then in terms of least favorite, oh, no. and like what was worse. <laughs> um, I think yours probably was worse than mine. Um. Going through my list, just in general, I struggled to figure out like what was actually. I I liked most of the movies that I saw. Well, you, you said you had a bunch of disappointments. Yeah, and I'm gonna. That's what I was kind of getting to. Um, there's one that I decided is like the worst movie I saw this year, but it really. I don't think it was that bad. I just think I didn't enjoy it, um, and I'll explain that in a minute too. But let's talk about some of the quote unquote disappointing movies to me this year. Um, sure. If you listen to our Marvel Phase 4 Top 5, you know that my two least favorite Marvel Phase 4 movies were Thor, Love, were Thor Love and Thunder and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Those are two disappointments to me because I had high expectations going in for both of those movies and they kind of let me down. Um, so I'm not going to talk a whole lot about those. My two other disappointment movies were Halloween Ends. Not to say it wasn't okay. Um, I just had higher expectations being like this is the end of michael myers right so this is going to be crazy it's going to be wild it's going to be better than the first two recent halloween movies that came out which we both enjoyed those a lot this one didn't do it for me nearly as much as the other ones did so it was kind of a disappointment not the worst movie i saw this year though i, f I feel like we should still make an episode on it just because of how much we've covered halloween sure but it we might take that. a minute life life just got in the way yeah. of making this uh recording we'll save that for october that's fine we'll save it for halloween sure month. um another disappointment was jurassic world dominion again not mm. the worst movie i saw this year but compared to the other jurassic world movies which you can argue Fallen Kingdom was also really not that good. I enjoyed Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. It, if we I do didn't a top dislike five, it, but if we do a top five least favorite movies that we've seen within the last decade, or that like pop up, Fallen Kingdom is going to probably be my number one. <laughs> I'm just giving you the heads up now and the spoiler for that list. Man, okay, we'll see Dominion first and decide between them. Then oh. that's okay. Um, but again, I I didn't hate dominion it was fun it's a dinosaur movie it was cool not my favorite wasn't it let me down that's like that's all i'm saying okay they could have done so much more with it than what they did um but my least favorite movie of the year is firestarter which is mm, a movie okay. based on a stephen king novel and i really only went to see this movie because i was like i'm bored tonight and there's not a lot of great movies out right now that I haven't already seen. I want to go to the movies. This looks kind of cool. It looks like it could be kind of spooky. It's based on a Stephen King book. Zac Efron's in it. Sure, let's do it. Let's go see it. So I didn't go in with high expectations, right? Um, okay. The way I look at this movie, and I feel okay spoiling it for you a little bit, is sure, go ahead. this is um, X-Men meets Carrie, okay. but not in a good way. Um oh. Good. Basically, good. it's like, it's about these people who have these abilities, right? 
kind of like X-Men. They have these mutant abilities, essentially, where they can do things. Um, and that side of things was really cool to me. It's the twist at the end where the little girl goes from being this semi-good little girl who's battling with these powers that she has and decides to kill everyone at the end of the movie because of bad things happening. So it's very Carrie in that sense, right? So okay, it was it was kind of an obvious twist. I didn't love it. It was fine. It wasn't good, though. I didn't like it that much. It's not a movie I'm ever going to watch again. That's so fair. That's kind of why it was my least favorite. I feel like, like I said, your bad movie has way more merit being a bad movie than mine. I mean, like, being highly disappointed by a film is definitely a reason to have it, and especially a film that you didn't have expectations for. Yeah. I feel like that also merits, like, a pretty good least favorite yeah. of 2022. That wasn't, like, a movie I was like, man, I hate that I watched that. It was, like, a... That was two hours of my life. Okay. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, so... Firestarter was my least favorite movie of the year. Again, it could have been worse, but yeah. That's, uh, I don't have anything to say. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And so on that downer of a note, hopefully you enjoyed what you heard today. (laughs) And, uh, if you did, don't forget to rate us those five stars on whatever podcast listening place you like to use. And if you didn't like what you heard today, movie we didn't talk about, Moonfall, we'll just send the moon down to descend on you and Oh, or, or we'll just everything. make you watch Moonfall over and over and over again. Um, side note, it's a fun movie. Not a good movie, a fun okay. movie. And then, um, you know what? We'll make you watch our least favorite movies of the perfect. year on repeat for Great. like, I don't know, three viewings each. I feel like that's... So instead, just give us those five stars. Um, yeah, do that. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> And uh, sorry. <laughs> what was that? No, no, it was my thing. I didn't have the dock up, so I was thinking. Um, but 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 either way, there are new episodes of the Other Brothers podcast every Tuesday, kind of ish. Sometimes. Uh, but if you have any suggestions of what you think we should review next uh, to give us more of that content for those Tuesdays kind of ish, uh, you can let us know on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok at Other Bros Pod. And most importantly, please tell your friends about us. We love yeah. getting our name out there so more and more people can enjoy what we're doing here. Absolutely. And with that, I've been Colin. And I've been John. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Other Brothers Podcast. And we will see you next time. See you guys.